Hey there, I'm Renee, a former hot mess shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke to debt-free minimalist, started a money-generating blog, and healed my marriage while being a homeschooling, stay-at-home mom. And I did most of this with nothing more than a library card and a prayer. Looking back, there is one thing I wish I had had a friend to share the journey with me who actually understood what I was going through. This is my hope for the Unstuffed podcast, to be a place where you can shake off the need to people please and where we can both show up as our authentic selves, even if we're still in yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if you spike your coffee. As always, let's keep this simple. Life is hard enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, it's Renee. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast, episode five. So I was planning this episode five, trying to think of what I could come up with because this is the last episode for my big launch, the beginning of the podcast. Uh, And I was trying to think of what I could do, what I could talk about, what I could say, Um, And whenever I try too hard, whenever I think too hard, I'm always working against myself, which is something I have learned at this point. But I had this like epiphany idea come into my mind at the gym while I was listening to Brene Brown's audiobook, The Gifts of Imperfection. And I was like, I have to do a podcast episode about this. Yeah, this feels perfect. This feels aligned. This feels um, like what I should be saying today. And then I recorded it and it didn't record. No sound whatsoever. I'm hoping to God you guys can hear my voice right now. (laughs) Um, And then I just thought, you know, I'm going to add this little tidbit. Whenever that happens, like I went through the process of recording an entire episode and it didn't record at all. I just feel like, okay, that means the second one's going to be better. That means the second one's got to be better. You know, I was pretty proud of the first round, but this one must need to be heard more than whatever I said the first time. So let's do this. So I called this episode Minimalism and Shit Sandwiches, and I wanted to tell you about it because, like I said, I was listening to Brene Brown, The Gifts of Imperfection, and she started saying how life is hard. Life is going to be difficult. We go through all hard times and we're going to get knocked down. And instantly I was like fighting her in my mind, which you don't fight Brene Brown. Okay. She just knows better than everybody. So I don't know why I even tried. Um, And then she got on my good side again. She was like, uh... She said she also needs to understand, and a lot of us do, that life doesn't always have to be hard. We don't have to make everything a struggle, right? So I was like, okay, okay, Brene, thank you for clarifying, because that's true, right? We need to understand that we don't need to overcomplicate life. But when she was originally saying that life is hard, I was like, nope, disagree. I have worked so hard to make life easy, Brene. Uh, I disagree with you. And then I started thinking about all the work that I've done to simplify my life so much. I know if you guys are on my TikTok or my social medias or you follow me in any way, shape, or form, you know that I love to talk about the fact that I have simplified my life so much. I don't have to clean as much. I have more free time. Like, my house just kind of maintains itself. I know it doesn't. Like, I do have to clean it. But it doesn't feel as overwhelming or as exhausting as it used to. And I love it. And I'm like, man, more people need to live this way, this type of freedom, this type of easier living. So when she said that, I was going, nope, nope, disagree. Life can be easy. Life can be easier. 
And then I thought about when I started minimalism. And this is something I have known. This is something I have talked about. This is literally the entire foundation of my course, The Minimalist Reset. But for some reason, it just hit different today. And I wanted to share it with you is that when I started applying minimalism to my life, I was simplifying all of these external things because I had a lot of hard internal work that I needed to do. And I put in the freaking work. I did the hard stuff that life was asking of me at that time where my marriage was falling apart. I was an unhappy person. I think back on the person I was 16 years ago and I'm like, man, that girl was hurt. She was hurting. She was broken. And I did the work to heal. And oh my God, that was hard, you guys. That was so hard. It was so hard to, you know, humble myself. It was so hard to shift my mindset. It was so hard to let go of limiting beliefs and to create new paradigms. It was so hard to do the research. It was so hard to apply the steps. It was so hard to learn how to pay off debt. It was so hard to get deeper into debt while I failed at certain things. I did a lot of hard work during minimalism and after really applying minimalism to every area of my life. And it occurred to me, well, duh, like I had to apply minimalism in the areas that didn't matter so that I could put my time, energy, and focus into the things that needed my attention. Duh. <laughs> Big realization, but at the same time, something I've known but just never was able to put into those good words. And it reminded me of Mark Manson, who's another amazing blogger and writer, who says, you have to pick your shit sandwich. You know, picking our shit sandwich. What is the struggle? What is the difficult that you're going to choose? For me, it was choosing, I'm going to put all of my focus, I'm going to apply these minimalism techniques to my life and put all of my focus into doing the hard, excruciatingly exhausting, like it makes me tired just talking about it, work of healing my internal self. I'm going to do that instead of choosing the other shit sandwich, which would have been suppressing it, ignoring it and continuing on with my credit card debt, probably watching my marriage crumble around me as I kept buying more shoes and filling my closet with clothes that I didn't need. There's two kinds of hards and I chose the harder hard. I chose the hard that would allow me to grow and change and shape me as a human being. And that's the thing. Our purpose is always on the other side of the tougher to chew shit sandwich. You know, there's a shit sandwich where you're staying stuck in that same cycle. You're doing the same thing over and over again, where I was buying and decluttering and buying and decluttering and staying broke and buying and decluttering and staying broke and buying. And, and that was a crappy sandwich where I could easily just be like, eh, life is hard and complain. Or... I could do the really hard thing, the thing that I didn't want to do, but the thing that I needed to do if I really wanted a better outcome for my life. And like I said, this is the basis of my minimalist reset course where I say to focus and find what it is you really want for your life and put all your focus on that and simplify anything that's keeping you away from that. And that's what I did. That's what I had this realization where my whole life, I, my parents, my mom has been married four times. My dad was married twice. 
throughout their life, I went through three parental divorces. I went through one divorce of my own. I had literally entire families taken away from me in one single sweeping moment. All of my consistency was gone. And so all I ever wanted my whole life was to create a consistent, stable home for myself and for my kids. And after seven years of marriage, that was in jeopardy. And it was in jeopardy because, you know, I had the option to say it's in jeopardy because I am insisting on staying in this house that gives me status, that makes me feel important, you know, that is drowning us of our funding. It's drowning us of our energy and our time or... I can say, screw it. Let's focus on building this family stronger. Let's focus on building all of this and me learning how to humble myself. Like that was a big step. Me stepping back and saying like, I suck. I'm screwing up so much. I know I did so much wrong. Let's fix this. Let's fix it. Because that was really difficult for me. I'm a, I was a former, I do nothing wrong. I am perfect. In fact, I was one of those, you know? So I did so much internal work. I did so much marital healing, learned how to better manage our money so we could pay off debt, learned to start investing. And I am an algebra dropout, you guys. So learning to start investing was the worst kind of hard. It was the most mental torture, but oh my gosh, we're investing. Like it's just easy now and it's just happening. It's easy now because I put in the hard work. And it wouldn't have been as easy if I wouldn't have made all the stupid stuff easier. And that's ultimately what minimalism is, is simplifying the stupid stuff so that you can put your focus, your time and energy into those difficult, hard things. And I think the reason is, you know, it was beneficial in two ways, because number one, it gave me something to control when everything else felt out of control. You know, I share openly about how maybe like when my, when my grandma passed away or when I had a really stressful day or when I was confronting some new limiting beliefs or when I was having tough times with my family or whatever it might be, I could come home and I could declutter and I could do something hands-on to um, distract myself from my mind. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think I was distracting or blocking. It was like, I need to do something about this. But healing internally takes so much work and you can't really do anything physical. So it's good to do something physical, you know, like go to the gym was helpful. Decluttering our house was helpful because minimalism allowed me to do something physically with my body when internally I couldn't do anything. I had to sit in the crap of whatever was happening in my life. Um, so minimalism helped me in that way. Like it was therapeutic in the sense that it gave me some sort of control in a world that otherwise felt out of my control. And then, like I said, it simplified what didn't matter. So I could focus on what did, which is the entire basis of everything I teach and my, my course that I've built. Um, and it was on my heart to share this with you guys today because you know, I was so hesitant to talk about minimalism for so long, even though it was something that I applied to my life. I thought it's stupid. I thought I'm going to have to just tell people like, you know, like I have to be Marie Kondo, like tell your clothes, thank you and fold them this way. And my house needs to look a certain way if I'm going to talk about minimalism or it has to have a certain aesthetic to it. Um, and I'm so thankful 
through doing the hard work that I realized like that's not what minimalism is to me. And I'm so thankful to realize more and more that there is, there are people out there like me who want to apply it to their lives just because they want something better for their lives outside of their stuff. It's not, you know, a lot of times I think there's this belief that it's so that you can have a certain aesthetic in your home and so that things are peaceful and quiet and and nice. And for me, it's like, no, bitch, it's because I don't want to clean. It's because I have better things to do with my life than focus on my stuff. It's because I want to put all of my good, amazing, high vibe energy into healing all the shitty stuff that I have to overcome, first of all, and then really like living up to the badass, amazing person that I'm supposed to be. And I 100% believe that same thing is possible for all of you. You know, I think we all came here with a purpose. I know most people have this idea that they're, they are meant to do something. And a lot of times we just, we hide that calling by staying stuck in clutter. We choose the easier shit sandwich, you know, the shit sandwich that keeps us stuck in cycles of clutter and buying and clutter and buying, decluttering and buying and... In reality, the only way we stand to grow or truly do anything of meaning and purpose is if we choose the harder sandwich and choose to simplify everything else. Um, and that's why minimalism means so much to me. And that's why it's so powerful. And that's why I'm here to talk about it. It's, uh, it's a life changer. It really is. It's not only therapeutic, but it's a life changer in the sense that it can give you so much clarity um, and allow you to free up that energy storage, that money storage, that time to devote your life to being exactly who you want to be. Thank you so much for tuning into Unstuffed. If you aren't quite ready to be done yet or want to review our conversation again, you can head to thefunsizelife.com for show notes and if you want to get in on my latest freebies and trainings you can head to reneebenis.com slash links i am always working to share helpful guides and tools with you so you can keep growing in a way that feels right for you thanks for catching up with me i'll see you soon